No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where Rehoboam becomes king of Judah. The people ask for tax relief, but Rehoboam takes bad advice and loses 10 tribes. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in 2 Chronicles chapter 10 on Simply the Bible. I rarely regret the thing I didn't say. On the other hand, there have been many things I have said that I wish I could retract. I remember going to a Christian summer camp as a kid. The pastor had a toothpaste tube, and he asked one of the kids to come up and squeeze out the toothpaste onto a plate. Then he said, okay, now put it back in the tube. The kid looked at him with a blank stare. That's how it is with our words, he said. Once we say them, we can never take them back. Today we see where thoughtless words spoken by a king literally divided the nation. Hopefully, we will learn to think before we speak and to listen to the right counsel. King Solomon had died. Now, his son Rehoboam became the new king of Israel, reigning from Jerusalem. We continue in 2 Chronicles chapter 10. And Rehoboam went to Shechem, for all Israel had gone to Shechem to make him king. So it happened when Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, heard it, he was in Egypt, where he had fled from the presence of King Solomon. The Jeroboam returned from Egypt. Then they sent for him and called him. And Jeroboam and all Israel came and spoke to Rehoboam, saying, Your father made our yoke heavy. Now therefore lighten the burdensome service of your father and his heavy yoke, which he put on us, and we will serve you. So he said to them, Come back to me after three days, and the people departed. Now you see, Solomon had a very extravagant lifestyle and it was very costly and he put a great tax burden upon the people and they were just worn out trying to make sure that Solomon had everything that he wanted. And so they asked for some tax relief. Now we are introduced here to Jeroboam. Jeroboam had been a mighty man of valor under Solomon. When Solomon saw how industrious he was, he made him an overseer of the forced labor of the tribes of Ephraim and Manasseh. But Jeroboam was met by a prophet named Ahijah, who took his new garment and tore it into 12 pieces. And then he said to Jeroboam in 1 Kings chapter 11, verse 31, Take for yourself 10 pieces, for thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, Behold, I will tear the kingdom out of the hand of Solomon and will give ten tribes to you. Now, the reason God was doing this was because Solomon had been unfaithful to the Lord and had worshipped the gods of his wives, Ashtoreth of the Sidonians, Chemosh of the Moabites, and Milcom of the Ammonites. He didn't do right in the eyes of the Lord as David had. But God would leave two tribes for Solomon's son, Rehoboam, to rule, Judah and Benjamin. He would do this for the sake of his promise to David to have one of his descendants on the throne in Jerusalem. God promised to be with Jeroboam 
as he had been with David if he walked in the way of the Lord as David did. Now, when Solomon caught wind of this prophecy, he sought to kill Jeroboam, and Jeroboam fled to Egypt. But now that Solomon was dead, Jeroboam returned to Israel. So the people came asking for tax relief, and Rehoboam said, Give me three days and come back and I'll give you an answer. And that was wise. You know, when you don't know what to do in a situation, better to just say, you know, why don't you let me think on that? And I will let you know, rather than to come off and shoot from the hip and then say something that you haven't really thought through, it's always better to study before you give a response. So in this, Rehoboam exercised wisdom initially. Then King Rehoboam consulted the elders who stood before his father Solomon while he still lived, saying, How do you advise me to answer these people? And they spoke to him, saying, If you are kind to these people and please them and speak good words to them, they will be your servants forever. Again, Rehoboam exercised wisdom here in that he went to the elders to consult them, and that's just a wise thing to do. Solomon had said in Proverbs eleven fourteen. Where there is no counsel, the people fall. But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. And I have personally found that there are elders in our church that I go to a lot over situations when I'm looking for wisdom because they have a lot of life experience. They know people. They've been around people a lot. And I find that they give good counsel. And so they said, look, just... Give them what they're asking for here. If you serve them, if you are a servant leader here and speak kindly to them and give them what they're asking for and relieve this burden somewhat, they will serve you forever. And that is just so smart to be kind to people who come to you. Proverbs 19.22 says that what is desired in a man is kindness. But it says that Rehoboam rejected the advice which the elders had given him and consulted the young men who had grown up with him, who stood before him. And he said to them, what advice do you give? How should we answer this people who have spoken to me, saying, lighten the yoke which your father put on us? Then the young men who had grown up with him spoke to him, saying, Thus you should speak to the people who have spoken to you, saying, Your father made our yoke heavy, but you make it lighter on us. Thus you shall say to them, My little finger shall be thicker than my father's waist. And now, whereas my father put a heavy yoke on you, I will add to your yoke. My father chastised you with whips, but I will chastise you with scourges. Now, It says that Rehoboam rejected the advice of the elders and went to his friends, and we will see that he listened to their advice rather than the elders. Now, why would he do that? Why would he listen to his friends who had grown up with him? Well, I think one thing is that peer pressure exerts a great influence, and Rehoboam no doubt wanted to impress his friends more than he wanted to impress the elders or even cared about what the elders said. And here we see in their response just the impertinent bravado of youth. You show them a thing or two. You show them who's boss. You say, 
My little finger is thicker than my father's waist. You know, you're not going to get off the hook that easily. And I'm going to make things tougher on you for even asking for tax relief. Bad counsel. Now, the one thing that I see missing here is that Rehoboam never asked the Lord. Unlike David, who often inquired of the Lord when he had a situation, he wasn't sure what to do. We see Rehoboam asking the elders, well, that was good. He asked his friends, that was okay, I suppose. But he never asked the Lord, Lord, what should I do? What do you think? Lord, what is your counsel here? And and that's the thing. You always want to inquire of the Lord. We especially have the wonderful counselor of Jesus Christ by the Holy Spirit through the word of God to guide us in our decision making. Verse 12. So Jeroboam and all the people came to Rehoboam on the third day as the king had directed saying, come back to me on the third day. Then the king answered them roughly. King Rehoboam rejected the advice of the elders and he spoke to them according to the advice of the young men saying, my father made your yoke heavy, but I will add to it. My father chastised you with whips, but I will chastise you with scourges. So the king did not listen to the people for the turn of events was from God that the Lord might fulfill his word, which he had spoken by the hand of Ahijah, the Shilonite to Jeroboam, the son of Nebat. So this was just exercising real foolishness on Jeroboam's part. Proverbs 15.1 says, A gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. He answered them harshly, and they revolted as a result. Now in Proverbs 1, wisdom is personified as a woman. And what does she say to those who don't listen to her? Shakespeare said that, Hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. And Lady Wisdom says to the fools who reject her, Because you disdained all my counsel and would have none of my rebuke, I also will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when your terror comes. Rehoboam, by rejecting wisdom, played the fool. Now, we are told that this turn of events was from God, who was fulfilling his word to Jeroboam to give ten tribes to him. And this is that great mystery. Here we see God's sovereignty in sending the prophet to say, this is how it's going to go down, Jeroboam. You're going to get ten tribes. And then we see Rehoboam's responsibility for how he answered the people. It was because he answered them harshly and he rejected the council of the elders that all of this happened. But God foresaw it all. And thus he was fulfilling the word that he had spoken. Now when all Israel saw that the king did not listen to them, the people answered the king saying, What share have we in David? We have no inheritance in the son of Jesse. Every man to your tents, O Israel. Now see to your own house, O David, So all Israel departed to their tents, but Rehoboam reigned over the children of Israel who dwelt in the cities of Judah. And so 10 tribes were ripped away at this point. Rehoboam would only reign over the two tribes of Judah and Benjamin. Later, we will see that Levi also joined them because they fled from Jeroboam to come and serve at the temple in Jerusalem. Then King Rehoboam sent Hadoram, who was in charge of revenue. 
But the children of Israel stoned him with stones and he died. Therefore, King Rehoboam mounted his chariot in haste to flee to Jerusalem. So Israel has been in rebellion against the house of David to this day. I'll tell you, this is one job you would not want. King Rehoboam said to his tax collector, go and collect taxes from them. And he went and they killed him. They said, don't you send us a tax collector. We want nothing to do with you. And so that was the end of that guy. Talk about risky business. And King Rehoboam, when he saw that they killed his tax collector, he mounted his chariot in haste to flee to Jerusalem. So he started out with great bravado. My little fingers thicker than my father's waist. And I'm going to you know, beat you with scourges if you don't give me my taxes kind of a thing. And, and so now he's running away in defeat and shame as a result. And you know, pride comes before a fall. But also it should cause us to really listen to wise counsel, listen to wisdom, seek out the good counsel of those people that have been traveling this road longer than you and listen to what they say. And finally, of course, bring it to the Lord in prayer. God, what's the right thing to do here? Think before you speak and you won't say something you'll regret and you won't cause a huge problem when you could have taken care of it very easily. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our iTunes podcast. If you have questions or comments, please email us at daryl at calvarytv.org. That's D-A-R-Y-L at calvarytv.org. Tomorrow, we'll see where Rehoboam plans to make war against Israel, but the prophet stops him. However, the priests and Levites move from Israel to Judah. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of 2 Chronicles on Simply the Bible.